Oppression in Business and Personal Affairs, a central theme across two distinct commandments. This is from Bahar Bechukotai, 5783. We are commanded not to oppress our fellow in business. Three verses later, we're commanded not to oppress our fellow with words. The same term is used in each case. The pasuk in Perek Chafhe uh, in Vayikra, pasuk Yudalad says, V'chi tim kirumim karla amatecha lamitecha, o kanomi amitecha, al tonu ish edachiv. So if you make a sale to your fellow, or make a purchase from the hand of your fellow Jew, do not oppress or wrong, uh, one should not wrong his, uh, his brother. A person should not, not oppress. Lotonu is probably translated as oppress, uh, mistreat, uh, wrong. One should not mistreat or wrong his fellow. And then in Pesach Zion, three Pesachim later, it says, Velotonu ishet amito, a person should not oppress his fellow. Viareta melohecha, and you should uh, be, uh, have awe, for uh, for your God, ki ani because I am Hashem, your God. Okay, so the question is, what are these two? Uh, it sounds somewhat repetitious, and as we'll see, they actually result in two different mitzvot. So the Sefer Achinuch outlines the parameters of each obligation and provides context and reasoning. So the first mitzvah is Shin Lamad Zayin, and it says Shalol Lahonot Memkar. So not to oppress someone in business dealings. A person should not oppress uh, one, of the, uh, one of the Jewish people, whether male or female, in business. It says, In Bav Matziah, Nun Amad Beit says, So basically... If someone charges someone else more than a sixth of the market, a sixth increase in the market price, so it's either 16 or 20 percent, depending on how you calculate it, then the money would need to be returned. Shorash mitzvah yadua, the basis for this mitzvah is known, because it's something that the mind can testify to. And if it wasn't written, a person would know that they have to have a law like this. It's not appropriate to take money from someone through uh, deceit and deception. So rather, every person uh, is zocha merits to have different things that uh, God grants them in this world, and they should uh, acquire it uh, in a straight, uh, straight way. Okay, so that's the first. Uh, that's the first mitzvah. Now, it's somewhat straightforward. It's prohibited to overcharge one's fellow by more than sixteen to twenty percent of the market price. Such a can- transaction is considered fraudulent based on deceit, and it is implied that a person would not have made the purchase had he known the market, the true market value. The buyer is considered to have been deceived by the seller. So that's the first mitzvah. The second mitzvah is Sefer Chinuch Shin Lamed Chet. It's the next one. Shalol Lahono Echad Mi'Israel B'Devarim. And this is not to oppress somebody with words. Klomar Shalol Nemar L'Israel D'Varim Sheyachivuhu V'Yatsiruhu V'Ein B'Koach Azimahem. That you shouldn't say something that's something that's going to really pain and bother a person. They, uh, they won't be able to uh, help themselves from it. So what what are the examples? Perush This is in Bab Matsya Nun Khamabet. So what are the examples? Imhaya Balchuva, Lo Yomarlo Zahorma Asaha Rishonim. If a person's uh Balchuva, uh they have become religious later in life, 
then you don't tell him, oh, remember what you used to do. Basically that when someone's sick, you don't tell them, oh, there must be something wrong because no one gets sick unless they, they've done something wrong. Maybe they're lacking in, in, uh, in their fear of Hashem, etc., etc. Okay. So if you see um, donkey drivers who are looking for grain for their donkeys, you don't say, oh, go to so-and-so if you know that, uh, that um, he doesn't actually have grain for them. And you don't talk to a, uh, a store owner uh, and say, oh, how much is this? Uh, if you know you're not going to buy it. So those are the examples of not oppressing one's fellow. He continues, The basis of this mitzvah is known, and it's to bring peace between people. So he explains that, uh, you know, this is designed to give peace among people. Peace is great. It's a... Uh, uh, it's one of the best blessings that we find in the world. And machloket, the disagreement, uh, uh, causes many uh, misfortunes and tragedies uh, as a result. Okay. So that is Sefer Chinuch's explanation of the second mitzvah. So the second mitzvah of oppressing someone with words uh, on, its, on its own seems to be disjunctive. What is the connection between reminding one's fellow of his previous deeds, making someone feel badly about their current misfortune, giving someone inaccurate information, and expressing interest in an item that one doesn't wish to buy. What ties those all together? And furthermore, you know, what do these two mitzvot, oppressing someone in business and in words, have to do with one another? The first appears to address monetary fraud. The second instructs us not to hurt the feelings of our fellow. They both use the same term, to oppress, but what is the commonality? Why is oppression by words worse than oppression in business? So to explain this, I'd like to take a one last Sefer Echinoch, and this is on the mitzvah, of uh, so it's Sefer Chinuch Reish Mem Gimel, and uh, it reads Lehov Kol Echad Yisrael Ahavat Nefesh Klomar Shenachmol Al Yisrael V'Amamono Kamosh Adam Chomel Al Atzamamono that a person should have uh, compassion for um, any Jewish person on their money in the same way that he would have compassion on himself and his own money, as it says V'Hachtulayachakamocha. And uh, the uh, Chazal explain that, um, you know, the Allah sane lechavercha lo tavi. It's something that you hate, uh, that you, you shouldn't do to your fellow. The Amruva Sifra, so Sifra says here, Rabbi Akiva, zekal gadol b'Torah. So that's the famous statement of Rabbi Akiva, this is a fundamental pr- principle of the Torah. So what does that mean? Klomar, sharbe mitzvot shabat Torah tiluyot b'kach. That many mitzvot in the Torah are dependent on this uh, concept. Sha'oiv chavero kinaf show that a person who loves his fellow like himself, lo yigno mamono, lo yinaf at ishto, a person wouldn't uh, be able to steal his money or um, commit adultery with his wife, lo yonuhu b'mamon v'lo b'divarim. And he uses our same term here, and he wouldn't oppress him from the word tonu, right? In money or with words. He wouldn't uh, steal his business. He wouldn't damage him in any way. And so too many other mitzvot are, are dependent on it. And this is obvious to anybody um, 
who thinks about it, Shorash Mitzvah Yadua, and then the base of this mitzvah is known, Ki Kamosha Yasehu Bechavero, Ken Yasehavero Bo, as we act towards others, they act towards us, Uvezehaya Shalom Bein Habriot, and this brings uh, Shalom, peace between, uh, between people. So these two seemingly unrelated commandments are connected by a common foundation. They are prohibitions against all too common indifference to our fellow. In the first instance of oppression in business, we overcharge our fellow. Beyond simply making a profit, we cause him to incur a loss. In the second instance of oppression through words, we say things that will cause pain to our fellow, indifferent to how our words will affect him. We are commanded to have a love for our fellow based on a mutual recognition of one another that our fellow is a kamocha, like ourselves. Our social contract with those around us is predicated on this recognition. As the Sefer HaChinuch explains in his commentary on this mitzvah of love your neighbor as yourself, quoting Rabbi Akiva, this mutual recognition is, quote, a great principle in the Torah, the basis of many interpersonal laws. If we truly respect the dignity and humanity of another person, we could not steal from them, cheat them, or harm them willingly. This ideal expresses itself in our business dealings. Do we take undue advantage of our fellow, or do we deal with him honestly? It also expresses itself in how we speak to others. Do we talk with indifference, or do we talk with the sensitivity to the at times subtle but very real psychological needs of our fellow, recognizing that what we say can impact others. All together, these two mitzvot remind us of the great ideal of the Torah, the great value of peace among men, and the pathways to achieve it.